Welcome to the Alliance Theater Podcast, an exploration of theater and the people who make it happen. My name is Alexis Woodard, Spelman Leadership Fellow and Director here at the Alliance Theater. Today I'm joined by Tamala Woodard, no relation, co-artistic director of the Working Theater in New York and appropriately director of our upcoming musical, Working, which will premiere as a part of the Under the Tent series this spring. Join us in conversation as we explore the how, what's, and why's of this project during this time. Enjoy! Let's start by having you introduce yourself. My name is Tamala Woodard. I am the lucky human that gets to direct working in the musical, the Atlanta edition yeah. <laughs> here this season. So how did you get into theater? How did your relationship with theater start? It started in elementary school. <laughs> we used to do spring plays, you know, like so many of mm-hmm. us, uh, you know, and I was the, you know, and, and like so many of us theater nerds, you know, I was never in uh, Alice in Wonderland, Alice, I was the Tin Man or, you know, <laughs> the Wizard of Oz, I was the Tin, you know, whatever. I was like, I was, I was never the, the ingenue. I was always the, the too tall, clumsy girl next to the, the ingenue. So that's it. I got, I got to do spring plays and I love them. And, and then uh, I just love storytelling and I love, I sit in the library and, you know, read books across li- like our, the library, quote unquote, I'm doing, you know, in my elementary school, it was like two bookshelves and then direct music videos. See, I'm so much older than you for the talent show. I would get my friends together and I would be the director and restage the music videos. And that was our talent show. Whoa. I love that. That's yeah. so much cooler than what I did for talent show. <laughs> What did you do for talent shows? I had my um, my little brother and I would make up dances to Christian rap music. I love it. Amazing. So I can't did. dance. So, you know, there was, I, I would be directing always. Oh, it wasn't good. <laughs> I, I want to be clear about that. It was not good. <laughs> You've been directing since your talent. I was just about to ask how you, how you found directing, but I guess it's always kind of been in you. Yeah, it's, I think it's always been, you know, the right thing to do, though I didn't know the portal to it for a very, very long time. I, for many people, like the easiest access to theater making is through performance. And so a lot of people start in performance and then they realize that actually being on the stage is not the thing they want to do and try to figure out what it is that they want, like how does story work in their own particularness and, um, you know, I'm not a lighting designer and I'm not a playwright and I can't build anything. <laughs> so, but I'm very bossy, you know, and that's always been the, my dad. Now I know, now I know what he meant. He, he, one day he gave me, um, he found this license platey thing. We, I grew up in Texas and he was like, come here, come here, I got a present for you. And you know, present, I want a present. And he gave me this dumb tin license plate thing. And he laughed and laughed and laughed. And I did not understand. And then I remember like 20 years later, I was like, I see. <laughs> the license plate said, when all is said and done, more will be said than done. And he was just like, he just, so, you know, I think my dad was like, this is just that girl likes to be on the sidelines and telling people what to do all the time. <laughs> so, you know, I think it's, I think it's always been sort of in me to be on the sidelines to mm-hmm. sort of like put, put forward the kind of gasoline that folks need to keep, keep things moving. I'm just now, I'm, I'm curious, what was your first professional show that you directed? 
You know, I I just celebrated my, the passing of a good friend of mine, and Sorry. I think that he gave me the he gave me my first big production in New York, and it was um, and it, it was in a, in a you know I was doing a lot of immersive work, and uh, he hired me to do to develop and direct this play, La Ruta, uh, with my good friend Ed Cardona, and um, it was set in a. Ed wrote a play, uh, second play Ed ever wrote, <laughs> you know, and decided he wanted he wanted to make a play that happened inside of uh, the tractor trailer of an eighteen wheeler that was about um, five uh, migrants who were coming across undocumented migrants coming across the the border, um, hiding in the back of a truck, and it was you know sort of influenced by a story that we'd we you know that been a couple of years ago. Um, about a truck that was found in the parking lot of a Walmart and um, those folks had been abandoned and suffocated. Oh, wow. They're um, trying to cross the border. And so he written this, you know, beautiful play about really like five folks dreaming what it means to finally get, you know, across the border and in, into the different, you know, into the country of their dreams. And uh, so that was, that was it. Uh, they bought a truck. Uh, I got my favorite designers together. We put um, in this really immersive event, 30 people walked into this truck, the door closed and you heard it lock. It was pitch black. Um, you'd seen like that you were full of boxes and then the lights came on and the boxes uh, like magically moved and revealed on the other side of the box, these five, you know, um, characters, these five migrants that were on their way across the border. And all they had to do was like survive the next 25 24 hours and the audience took that journey with them and we teamed up with magnum you know very 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 famous photo archive and presented like these beautiful like projected images and a giant installation and had community conversations about undocumented workers and it was really, it was really great. It was, it was like a, I didn't realize it was my first big show until I was in the middle of it. And I was like, this is big. Wow. <laughs> so I didn't start in a proscenium, I, I think is, is the, is the, is the thing. That is so cool. Yeah. That is so cool. It sounds awesome. Um, speaking of proscenium, working, happening in the tent. So why, why working? Why do it now? Gosh, I mean, it's why do it now? I, I think there's like serious conversation happening in our nation about the value of labor and, and who is seen and unseen and who's essential and unessential. And that the crisis that this pandemic has really brought forward is that there are people who make our cities, who make our, our, our communities run, who are deeply unacknowledged and, and, and absolutely under, um, under um, compensated in all ways. And that the fabric of who we are is really still housed inside of, you know, I will say with pride, the working class, the folks who go punch in, you know, a time card, um, they get paid an hourly wage, often too little um, to actually support them and are the keepers of the American dream. These are the people who believe in what this country has to offer because every day they're struggling 
um, to achieve it. I think we need to be reminded as Americans, what is, what is the dream that we all house and how can we all come together around that dream and understand that it belongs to all of us, not some of us, not some of us, some of the time, but all of us all the time. So for people who are fans of this musical, there have been some changes um, into the local Atlanta script. Can you talk a little bit about those, like how we're updating the script to fit Atlanta? Yeah. To me, theater is always, uh, you know, the reason to do a play has to be about the very critical moment of now. How can the art that we make be a, uh, an illuminator to the moment, right? And, it, and so working is assembled in such a way from the very beginning, um, based on Studs Torkel's book, working and assembled from various interviews and assembled from many different incredible theater um, writers, uh, 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 composers, um, uh, to be a kind of um, mosaic uh, already. And it is just like a perfect vehicle for examining both our past and our present moment and how those things are not that different. Um, that the desires that um, we, we had when the musical made its debut um, 30, 40 years ago, oh my God, four years ago, um, uh, to now aren't that different. Um, mm -hmm. it's, 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 you know, there are songs and monologues in some scenes, songs, monologues in some scenes. And so the modular, modularness that Stephen calls it is really ripe for um, being able to make the piece particular to the space that it's existing in. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and we just took advantage of that. That had already been tried in a couple of productions. And also like, I think from the very beginning, like it made its first, you know, premiere and like a year later, Stephen changed it. <laughs> so, you know, so I felt okay about asking for those changes because it's like, you know, every few years, someone's going like, let's, what about if we did this with mm -hmm. working? And so, I was in really good company. I wasn't doing anything, anything innovative, um, you know, except, you know, uh, for asking, uh, you know, can we do this in Atlanta? That was the only thing that had to be done. And, and um, Stephen and his co-creators were really generous in saying yes. And uh, here's how we can make sure to, you know, Stephen very particularly, how to make sure that we take care that it is as, is as vibrant as you can make it um, oh. for this community. Um, so yeah, so we reached out to all of Atlanta, asking many questions, asking folks to come and talk with us, asking folks to sing with us, um, finding ways to put the voices of um, Atlanta on the stage with us mm -hmm. um, and just celebrate what it means for us to come together as a community. Um, the, the, music, the musical holds the material really well and it just fits right in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you hope people, people feel when they come to see the show? I hope people feel proud. I hope people feel like they're a part of the fabric or the, the sort of like muscle of the city. Um, I hope people feel energized um, to work for it, to work for the communities that they believe in. Um, and I hope, really hope people feel that they are not alone. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have something else. There's been lots of teasing about a new song happening with this version of the show. Anything new that you can share with us about that? Ooh, yeah. 
Cyrus. I've heard the melody. <laughs> melody. Yes, there's a melody. It's really great. Um, one of the tasks of this song is something that people will go away singing. And, you know, that's <laughs> like that. That's really hard to make a song that is just like mm -hmm. sticks with folks. Now, you know, not to be in competition with all of the amazing and awesome music that is a part of, of working, but that people feel like, first of all, it'll, there'll be a sing along. Oh, we love a little karaoke. <laughs> There's a little like a little sing along. So whoever's in the audience, I just want you to know, like, just watch out for a little YouTube clip so that you can learn your part. OK, <laughs> and you can come and sing with us. Be ready. Um, be ready. <laughs> be ready. Uh, sing out, Louise, loud and proud. Um, and the song is going to this, uh, we hope that the song will sort of like coalesce the whole effort of making this very, very, very particular version for Atlanta and coalesce like what it means for us to work together as a community. And, and as we heard from um, a, a really wonderful human whose voice will be a part of the show, um, to keep going and not give up. Mm -hmm. um, uh, um, uh, so that, you know, subject matter, it's gonna make you feel good. Your task, sing along. And also there's an incredible poet who lives here in Atlanta. Uh, I don't think I can say who it is right now, uh, but he's won a lot of awards already <laughs> in Atlanta, mm -hmm. um, uh, who is, is, is going to um, make a gift of a, of a poem um, that goes with and inside of the music um, for this wow. community. So exciting to be able to do something that feels good. It's gonna make people feel good after all this time. Yeah. What um what is fulfilling you about doing this about this process about this play? Mm, I just you know every time I what I love about musicals is I, you get to be in a room with people opening their mouths in such joyful like response for hours and hours and hours. There's no way to like not like life. <laughs> When, when people just sing it all day long. So that's like listening to the music over and over and anticipating what it will be to be um, in person um, is like really just giving me so much joy and energy right now. Um, listening, beginning the task of listening to um, the citizens of Atlanta, people say such hopeful things. That's mm -hmm. giving me joy um, right now. Um, you know, an acknowledgement of how hard things are and an acknowledgement of how possible they are. Like, thank the Lord, please, please, please bring the light. So, you know, that, that's, that's just keeping me going. Yeah. I wonder if um, folks will be interested in hearing about some of the changes that we're having to make in rehearsal um, to be safe, <laughs> to make this show happen. Um, yeah. yeah. How, how, how are you as a director dealing with um, having to work in a new way and uh, have a new process, but still creating a, a wonderful uh, connective product. Well, first things first is like, we got some awesome humans. It's like, you know, talent, yes. Awesome humanness, really important. <laughs> because everybody's going to have to do the thing that they do slightly differently and be up for that challenge and still shine. Um, so that was number one, like, you know, just uh, having actors, actor collaborators who are up for the fact that they aren't gonna get to, you know, have the kind of cozy environment that they normally have. We're, you know, we've got a giant, giant space. 
Um, everybody's got their own, like their own little, little territory. Um, that's their space that is more than six feet between um, each other. People are going to have to rehearse in their masks. You know, they won't get to uh, unmask themselves until we're in tech. Um, so I'll be watching like acting from half the face. <laughs> Give it to me all in the eyes. Yeah, it's all in the eyes. It'll be all in the eyes and a lot of gesticulating. Uh, and then when everybody takes the mask off, I'll be like, oh, too much, too much now. <laughs> Pull it back in. Pull it back in. Pull it back in. I can actually see your face. Um, but, you know, that's it. And, you know, Brandon's going to have to listen to people knowing that there's like a, you know, there is a little bit of difference in what the sound will be when it's, you know, when everybody takes their masks off. It doesn't matter what kind of mask we wear. There's a, there's really a difference. Um, we are not a state. There's no um, partner choreography because um, the actors have to stay in their own lane uh, in performance. And so we don't get to dance with each other, though we get to make, you know, we get to communally, you know, make, make some movements while standing in place. Mm -hmm. um, so our, our staged uh, version, our, our uh, concert version is, is anchored at music, music at um, microphones. Um, but I think it is, the music is lively, the storytelling is, is brilliant. Um, the actors are, you know, magnificent, um, uh, um, shiny vessels you know, for the story and, and, and are bringing um, their very particularness um, to it um, in a way that I think nobody's going to miss the fact that we're not doing big dance numbers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited about it. Um, so is there anything else that you want Atlanta to know about working and about this production um, of the show? It's for you. I mean, this is, you know, we're going to start the process of gathering again in, in, in stories of, in circles of stories. And this is like, we hope this is a bridge for that. Like, this is like step one. And then the next step, you know, we hope that you'll be inside of that theater, that beautiful, beautiful theater um, that belongs to this community. And, and, um, this is just like an offering. This is like, you know, what you put, this is like the, we're just gonna swing the door open and people can peek in and feel comfortable um, as audience members, as spectators um, and get to relax. I think for the, you know, first time um, uh, next, semi next to each other. So it's for you. It's a little bridge into, you know, what's next. Mm, it's so beautiful, so exciting. Um, thanks, Tamala. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thank you for joining us for the Alliance Theatre Podcast. Visit alliancetheatre.org slash podcast for past and future episodes. For questions and ideas, email podcast at alliancetheatre.org. <laughs>